Hi, my name's Ben Smith. Over the course of my adult life, I've become obsessed with the industry of interactive entertainment. Video games. The video game industry has ballooned to massive proportions, bringing with it all the controversy and criticism any entertainment sector has. So come and join me and some of my friends as we explore and examine some of the strange and wonderful stories surrounding this sector. Sometimes we'll look at a specific game franchise, other weeks on a more broader theme, but always discussing my favourite hobby. Welcome to Extra Life. And welcome to episode 3. This week I'll be talking to my very good friend, the humble gamer himself, Chris Goldthorne, about all things simulators. We'll be discussing our fondest and favourite simulation games, what we would like to see made into a simulator, and just why so many people seem obsessed with simulating real-life scenarios. As ever, we'll start our show by looking at this week's news items and finish by seeing how our guest ranks on our virtual leaderboard. Join us as we plead, simulate my life, please. And welcome back. And we are here this week with the man, the myth, the legend, the humble gamer himself, Mr. Christopher Goldthorne. How are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you, bud? I'm very good. Very well. Thank you very much. Uh, and so, yeah, Chris is joining us today on our third episode, Simulate My Life, Please. So, Chris, uh, just give us a little bit of background about yourself and why you're here. Um, as for why I'm here, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> <I'm> probably, <laughs> I think I'm probably the only person that plays as many simulators, almost as many as Ben himself. <laughs> Absolutely. We do love our simulators. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. But be, uh, before we do that, as ever uh, on our show, we are going to start with our news this week. Uh, now, before we start, um, we record this show in advance. Um, so that means that when, when, when the show comes to air, it does mean that uh, some of the news items are maybe a little bit out of date. We're aware of this. There's, there's no need to comment on uh, certain podcasts saying, well, that happened last week. You, you, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just maybe take that with a little bit of a, a, a pinch of salt next time. Yeah, good. Okay. Um, so, our first news story of uh, today is Star Wars Squadrons. So, this was uh, announced by EA um, yesterday, I think it was, um, as of now, uh, probably a week ago when this uh, goes out. Um, and this is going to be a new Star Wars-based IP from EA coming out in October. It's uh, basically, uh, it looks like a, like a modern uh, interpretation of Rogue Squadron. It looks, yeah, fairly good. Uh, what do you think about this, Chris? Um, I wasn't actually, I wasn't actually aware of this until very, very recently. Um, and yeah, I think I think it look it looks all right. The graphics certainly look very very good. I mean, obviously we're looking at a pre-rendered um, reveal trailer at the moment. That's all. That's all I saw of it anyway. But um, but yeah, so it looks okay. I mean, I'm not the big I'm not the biggest fan of Star Wars games. The movies are fine. 
Um, but then I upset Star Wars fans by going, I don't think the first three were that bad, but that's a whole different topic and we'll do that in a different <laughs> podcast. Um, do, you, do you hear that faint sound of the internet exploding in rage at you right now? Well, no, the thing is, as I did that, a, a clap of thunder went off outside. So I think, um, <laughs> so I think, I think uh, I have been told. Um, yeah, no, the last, what was the last Star Wars game I played? Oh God, we're going, uh, Star, it, was, it would have been a battlefront of some description, I think. Um, but yeah, it looks good. Um, is this is it VR only this game or is it? So both? what? I, yeah. So what I've read is that it's going to be releasing for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC as just a normal game, and they're going to release yeah. a second version, which is PSVR compatible, which of is course. very exciting. Yes, I'm just reading up here, and oh, cross cross play. Ooh, yes. that's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, so this, is, uh, so this was another thing. Um, lots of games are going to the cross-play area now, which is, I think, a good thing. Well, yeah, because it means that... Because actually they realise that people who have one console, like um, you were saying, you might have to swap to... Um, swap to... Because uh, you, you are... Let me get this right. You are Xbox and swapping to Sony, possibly? I have. So th- this happened yesterday. My PS4 arrived yesterday. Yes, I saw I, this. I saw the notification. <laughs> I am now. I now have the consoles. Uh, but right. yeah, no, I've, I've always been Xbox, uh, which has been very frustrating when I can't play one thing that's on a console exclusive system. Yes. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah. I think they've... I think they've realised that um, that people, friends, have different consoles, and so to not have crossplay is a dumb idea. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Although I am, I am like really excited to see the um, the discussions that come out of this um, from from twelve year old boys on the internet who say, "Well, you you play it best on PS4." Yeah, but you see. See, I've tried. I've tried two because I'm looking at the VR angle here, which I think is going to be very interesting for a game like this, particularly if you want to pilot an X-wing. Um, and I've played the HTC Vive, and I've played, and I own an Oculus. And I have to be honest with you, the Oculus is the better system <laughs> yeah, for absolutely. me. So, and I, ha- I haven't tried. The, I haven't tried PlayStation VR, so I don't know how that one runs. But so I've 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 been on Oculus. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just very good. It's just yes. very very good. Yeah. Um, and I've been on PSVR as well, and PSVR is good, but it's very much like um, it's it's like VR Lite. So ah, right, okay. There's 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 cable management issues anyway because it's, it, you, you need you need a big room basically as you yes. do with any VR. But then yes. you get you, you kind of get tangled in, in in the cables that it's got and stuff, and mm. that's not that's not very good. And then um, in terms of, of frame rate, I found when I was playing for more than like two hours, um, the frame rate would significantly drop in between Ooh. sessions so um yeah i mean for a first try from sony it's good um it, it's accessible because you know a lot of um non-pc gamers have a ps4 so that it's, it's good from that angle but yeah. if you are going to go into the free market oculus is definitely the way to go bring back the eye toy <laughs> that's what i say <laughs> uh yeah that's that's going to be our hashtag for this episode i think <laughs> Uh, so our next news item is that uh, PlayStation uh, PlayStation CEO has said that the PS5's UI will be a 100% overhaul. Um, this has been something that I haven't been able to comment on until 
literally now. Um, and so now I can actually have an opinion on this. Uh, so yeah, apparently uh, there's a new operating system for the new consorts coming out uh, in holiday 2020. Um, and they're redoing the entire um, UI uh, and uh, the entire home screen um, to better fit the console, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, what, what do you uh, what what do you think about this? Is this necessary? Is this you know ridiculous? I think if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Now I hadn't played a PS4, um, but the PS3 UI was fine, um, and I played a lot on the PS3. Um, but I um, I don't know. I don't know. I think for me, this sort of stuff, when it comes to gaming, this sort of stuff is, particularly on a console, it, it's a sort of non-event for me personally because a UI in, within a game, that interests me. But a UI on the console, it's just like, just get me to the game. <laughs> as long as yeah. I can clearly see play, I'm happy with that. Absolutely. Um, uh, so I, I do want to talk a little bit about the PS5 because um, last week uh, we recorded our episode on the day of the Sony uh, press conference, so we didn't get any of the information that week. So now we've got this information. Um, yep. Thoughts? Um, what See, do you think? Well, I don't, first of all, I have to be honest, I don't really keep up <laughs> with too much <laughs> with too much of the news. So what you perhaps can't hear over the headphones is me frantically Googling everything you're saying is a news <laughs> item. <laughs> um, I'm desperately trying to find some stuff. It's okay. I used to do. I used to do. Um, I've done two of the gaming podcasts in my past, and this is exactly how I ran the other two times. So, <laughs> and people get they kept asking me back. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, thing to be fair, it's kind of been lucky for the for Sony that E3 didn't happen this year, because now the only big thing we've had to look at really in terms of console releasing is um is the ps5 launch and that's just so it's worked out quite well i mean unfortunately i don't like the design of it, <laughs> it it's a bit weird isn't it it is odd um i i, I think it's interesting that the controllers are going for a more xboxy look because we mentioned this off off the record we mentioned I, this I, in a private I, chat. I, so yeah i got told off for this <laughs> yeah I, um... I i suggested i suggested that uh, the Xbox controller was the best controller. In my opinion, I, I prefer the Xbox controller and I, I, I got told off for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, now that being said, as a PC player, I currently have to use an Xbox controller because I don't, I don't have a PS... You can use PS3 and PS4 controllers with a PC, but I don't have one. Um, and Xbox controllers, being Microsoft, are actually easier to, to use with the PC. But yeah. I remember the transition from going from a PS3 controller to the Xbox controller was very, very tough. And in fact, actually, um, my fiance Charlie, uh, she did a live stream earlier in lockdown of Crash Bandicoot 2, um, which was on an emulator. Um, and the only control I had for her was the Xbox controller, and she was like, "It's great, I guess." Um, a, it's an emulator, so she can't, she couldn't do all the things that you could do on the on the original PS1 game. Um, but also, she, the controller was very different, and I remember that struggle. So it's interesting if you're if you're buying a PS5 as your first Sony release, it's I'm sure the controller will be great. If you're buying it from the PS4 or PS3 and you haven't done the transition to Xbox style controller, it's going to be a bit tough for you, I think. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, 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 I totally agree with that as well. I remember playing the Crash Bandicoot remaster uh, on, on the Xbox, getting into the first level and just being like, this isn't 1995. What is this? Yes. This feels wrong. Just having a quick look at the exclusives. Um... Yeah, so we've got um, if uh, if we do a rundown, um, Spider Man Spider Man Miles Morales is going to be a launch title. Interesting, Uh, very Mm -hmm. interesting. Um, Obviously, the original Spider Man for the PS4, one of the best games that came out for that system uh, by far. Um, So it makes sense that that they're doing a sequel. But from what I've read, this isn't isn't so much a sequel as like a, a, a standalone expansion. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Which, is, which is which is kind of interesting. So that's, to me, that says it's going to be slightly smaller, uh, but follow kind of like a separate story from the main kind of. Yeah. Which is which is I, I like it. Um, Demon Souls remaster. Yes, that could be very interesting. <laughs> like, I, so I I was watching the event, and um, so everything comes over, and it's all dark and gothic, and there's you know, like all all gory and stuff, and I was like, oh, it's Bloodborne too. Oh, they're, yes. they're doing Bloodborne. This is going to be amazing. It's going to be Bloodborne, and then the Demon Soul. Interesting kind of um, thing from from software um, <laughs> to go to Demon Souls instead of a, a direct sequel. Interesting. Yeah, um, from software, uh, they're a studio that I'm not that I don't I don't I haven't played many of their games, but they're a studio I'm aware of because of my friends commenting on them, and that is a two-edged comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Usually the conversation goes, the games are good, but, um, and yeah. the but can be, it's very, it's all, it's always game specific. It's very rarely a sort of blanket, but if you pardon the expression, um, I'm interested to see, um, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. I loved the original Ratchet and Clank. I, this is going to show my age now. I rented it from Blockbuster, um, <laughs> on the three night rental. So it was like five quid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I remember that as well because yeah. that was that, that was that was always like you you had like three days, so, so yes. that's all you and did for three days. Yeah, you you got it on the. You said to your parents, "Look, on Friday night after after school, can I please go and rent this game?" And I've got Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, and that was your weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that oh. was it. Um, fortunately, at that point, I you know I had nothing else going on, so I could do it. But um, but I I love the original Ratchet and Clank. Um, Great game, great game. And it's interesting seeing um, Gran Turismo making a return. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of before the event, I was like, I, I, I was asked my thoughts on this by um, a, a, a different streamer, um, mm. and uh, he, he said, uh, "Oh, um, you know, PS5, what do you think?" And I, I said, uh, "Okay, here's what they're going to do. They're going to do like it's going to open with some kind of massive reveal." Um, yep. Sadly, we didn't get a massive reveal. It opened up with GTA V, which will now this will now be the third generation that GTA V is going to go on. Oh um, God, they're suffering from Bethesda-itis. They, they're, <laughs> they're doing the thing, yeah. Like <laughs> the thing that they said they would never do, they're now doing it. Um, sort it out, Rockstar. Come on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's so, but then we got the Spider-Man trailer immediately after that so it's like okay that's your big reveal yeah fair enough yeah and they're gonna do racing game because every single console generation is a launch title there's always a racing game launch title yeah it's it's gonna be Forza for the Xbox and so it makes sense for Gran Turismo so yeah I wasn't I wasn't too surprised by that but it it it, it looks pretty I guess yeah and I see I see another odd world slipping in here (laughs) 
yeah, Oddworld Soulstorm. It was, it was interesting, yeah. So um, I, I love I love Oddworld. Yes, I've got them all on um, Steam. I need to play them at some point. Fantastic, yeah. So I mean, I, I what I want to see from so I think Sony's was like it was a solid kind of like seven, eight out of ten. For, yeah. for a reveal, you know, it gave us more information and stuff. No price tag yet. I, w- I wanted a price tag. Um, <laughs> You'll be lucky. Coming out at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, so, yeah, um, and some, some good exclusive games. It did make me kind of like take a minute and go, ooh, this has made things interesting. I'm going um, to stick my neck out. I'm going to say um, two controllers, console, and I'm going to go, and it's, I think it's, are they doing, are they doing different gigs? So they're doing, uh, yeah, so they're doing like the main PS5 one and then they're doing a PS5 digital. Okay, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say physical PS5 from a shop in a box, two controllers, and I would guess one of the big launch titles and two of the smaller launch titles, so three games. I'm going to stick my neck out and say 450, 500. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I I reckon. I think if they go any higher than that, then they're going to suffer from what the PS3 suffered with. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but it's been interesting to see Xbox's kind of reaction to this because um, their CEO has said that they would probably look at marketing the console at slightly less than would be profitable so that they could get it out there uh, and just take a loss on the first quarter, which is, uh, that's just genius from them, I think. It is a good move, but I want to know, and Xbox do some great stuff, but when will Xbox admit that they're just a gaming PC without Microsoft Office? <laughs> And that's fine. I I can't argue with it. I really can't. It's it's, it's a Microsoft PC without Windows 10. That's all it is. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, uh, it will be interesting to follow the developments of this uh, latest console generation. Um, Our third news item is a news item I have literally no idea about. This is going to be fun, then. So (laughs) it was the only thing that I could find, and I was like, okay, fine. So this is about Pokemon Swords and Shields DLC. Oh, I've seen some adverts about this. And that sound in the background that you can hear. Is me frantically (laughs) typing. Is this this the Isle of Armor DLC? It is, yeah. Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra. So I... I had Sam Kellett on the show last week. Uh, if you've not listened to that episode, go and listen to it. Very interesting uh, uh, debate that I had with her. Uh, and she's a massive Pokemon fan. She loves everything Pokemon. Pokemon Go, Pokemon Sword and Shield, everything. Uh, and she was telling me that, yeah, uh, apparently um, Sword and Shield is like Pokemon how it's supposed to be done. Um, By all accounts, now. yeah. Yeah. Uh, they so- finally got the large cities that we were expecting. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's apparently very fun to play. I don't have a Switch, so... Oh, neither do I. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not... And, and to be honest, I kind of take offence that that in the mid-90s, I could wrap every single Pokemon in the Pokemon wrap. And now you can't do that because it would take 16 days to complete. I owned the original Pokemon music CD. Oh, my God. Pokemon 2BA Master, spelt 2BA. <laughs> <laughs> Tuba. Oh, God. God bless the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> that was a confusing time for everyone. <laughs> I just think... Here's my issue. It saddens me that Pokemon is now a DLC game. Yeah. Because all the original Pokemon 
you got the whole game and that was it now bearing in mind I get the graphics were smaller I get that worlds were smaller but if you go back and look at the original Game Boy or Game Boy Color games you've got Pokemon Red, Yellow, Blue or um, Gold, Silver or uh, Emerald no Gold, Silver, Diamond sorry um, they were huge in fact Gold, Silver and Diamond had um, the original world in them as well you had two worlds you could do two Pokemon Master Challenges and no DLC was required. That I'm a little, little bit sad that it's going that way. It was inevitable, but I am a little bit sad that it was going to get that it's going that way. But this is the modern world, I suppose. I think, yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? So this is this is kind of the uh, the gaming industry that we live in right now. Um, yeah. Thanks, EA. Um... <laughs> At least there's no microtransactions. He said, knocking on the table. Well, I mean, yeah, in 2020, you never know. Yeah, and so far, no patching. (laughs) Yeah, very true. But yeah, no, that's our thoughts on Pokemon DLC. Yes. Uh, Sounds good. Um, Yeah, it sounds all right. (laughs) Seems like a thing. Yeah, (laughs) well done. Um, So, uh, the, the next news, uh, news item, uh, kind of veering away slightly, but it's, it's going to be related to games. Uh, but this is the news that DC is uh, going to host a massive virtual fandom event, which is going to, clu- to include um, streams of The Batman, which is the new 2021 Ooh. film, uh, and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, now, the reason why I'm talking about this is not because of DC releasing films again. <laughs> More because um, I wanted I wanted a story about DC because I want to talk about Rocksteady. I want to talk about what they're doing because it's been rumored that something's in development um, and uh, something's going on in that studio. And I want to know what it is. I want to know if it's another Batman game. I want to know if it's a Justice League game. What do you think? I mean, we we've talked about DC in the past in terms of a movie sense, how they've kind of like made quite a lot of bad steps movies speaking uh but in terms of games um they've it's just been like gone gone from strength to strength really i am gonna have to confess i'm gonna have to confess to complete ignorance on this i don't i I, i'm i'm sadly uh this is your this is your bag and i'm gonna have to sit back and let you do your presenter thing because (laughs) i i I really should i don't do comic books um (laughs) not i have nothing against them i just haven't got around to them yet um but i do like batman you heard it here first I do the humble like gamer Batman. Chris Goldthorne he likes Batman yeah Batman's alright that's our world exclusive for this week <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I uh, I love Arkham Asylum I love Arkham City I love all the Arkham games I'm not going to go through all of them um, I think um, I, the, 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 it's, it's really difficult for me because I think that they are the best superhero games made however PS4 Spider-Man, I think is probably on par with them. Um, I have heard good things about the, the PS4 Spider-Man, but I've heard good things about the about the Batman games. Um, so that's my yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the the thing that PS4 Spider-Man does so well is it just it literally goes here's New York, have fun. <laughs> Go and do what you, you want to go and see the Empire State Building. Go and see the Empire State. You want to go and see the Avengers Tower? It's right over there. Go and go and see it. You've got a mission to do, but fuck that. Go and explore. Have fun. Uh, and it's something that I want. I want like the DC games to do because while while Arkham Knight had a bit of an open world, uh, it was quite small. 
Um, I would love them just to say, here's Gotham City, go and do what you want. Yeah, I think, and this is limited experience talking here, I think the issue, the difference there is Spider-Man definitely lends himself to an open world because he throws himself around the world anyway, whereas Batman, I guess from a driving perspective, could be an open world. Yeah. Um, but he's much less inclined to run around having fun. He's more into running around breaking shit. Um, so... The, the best thing as well is the kind of day night cycle, um, the uh, day night cycle. So I don't know if you ever played DC Universe Online. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't love that game. But uh, but basically in that game you, you kind of create your own superhero and then you're in the um, the DC Universe. Um, so you can choose to go to Metropolis or Gotham City. Oh, okay. Um, so you go to Metropolis and it's lovely. It's all modern and like futuristic. It's in the daytime and it's like a really nice. Um, kind of um city and then you go to gotham and it immediately turns to night so it's kind of like <laughs> what what have we been doing for seven hours like we've just like we've got a very long bus ride <laughs> yeah but then like whenever you go to gotham it's always night so that makes it gotham is in perpetual night basically <laughs> just pollution yeah it's all of the massive pollution yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there you go. Uh, Rocksteady, release your trailers soon. I want to know what you're doing. Um, and our last um, news story of this section is uh, The Division 2, uh, which has got some new Iron Horse raid, which is going to be launching this week, apparently. Uh, I've not played The Division 2. Uh, I played The Division. Uh, it was It was all right. Uh, it was a bit boring. Uh, I've not played the Division Two, but from what I can, from what from what I can gather, the Division Two is just basically Washington in 2020. Um, so, yeah, um, cool. Yeah, again, nothing I, nothing else I can add to that. Don't, I, I haven't touched a Tom Clancy game either. So, <laughs> it's so I like I like the setting. I like the story. The story is, is that the massive like a massive bio thing has gone off in New yeah. York. This is the original division. Uh, yeah. Massive bio thing's gone off on New York and you've been tasked with going in and cleaning it up uh, and you're part of the army and, and you kind of like walk around with your friends around New York and go into people's apartments and stuff like that. It's really cool. The worst thing about it, you have to always be online. Oh, don't get me started. I hate games that do that. <laughs> Just like, it's like, here's this really compelling single player story that would be really like a good like 40 hours and be really engaging and compelling, but you can't do it on your own. You have to do it with other people. Yeah. But, <laughs> plug in and play has become a dirty word in video gaming and I find that offensive. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I think you and me are both kind of like, we're, we're both single player gamers we like yeah. I, I get the appeal of multiplayer I get that some games are going to be only multiplayer and that's fine yeah um, if, that, if that's if that's what you want to do yeah but I, I, I don't want to lose single player gaming and I feel like we are it says something about the only the only multiplayer game I play regularly is Elite Dangerous and that's only because even in multiplayer you don't see anybody <laughs> yeah exactly because it's so vast <laughs> I mean, we will definitely be coming on to Elite Dangerous at some Almost point. Almost definitely. 
but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Elite Dangerous is fine. Uh, no Man's Sky is another one. I, I, I've started re um, recently playing No Man's Sky, and apparently there's people in my session. I've never seen them. <laughs> Just got that on Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass. It's very, you know, so, so I was expecting mm. it to be absolutely terrible, but uh, the, the improvements that they made are brilliant. Yeah, it was one of those games where when I heard about it, I, I think I read about it in a magazine, what, a PC game or something, like years before it came out, like 2016, something like that. Um, read about it, thought, oh, that looks good, we'll have to look out for that. Heard the launch day stuff, thought, okay, take a step back, and now it's had the updates, I'm thinking, yeah, I'll probably give it a go now. Yeah. Yeah, I was, um, I was exactly the same. I uh, bought it um, a couple of months ago. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Um, nice. So yeah, definitely enjoy that. Um, so that is our news section. <laughs> All done and dusted. Um, I'm sure that you got lots of information from both of us. Uh, yes. In <laughs> yes. Um. Uh, so we're going to segue nice and neatly into our big issue <laughs> of the day, which is simulate my life, please. Imagine the scene. You've come home from work after a grueling day at your job. You sit down and spend some time with your family and eat. And when you've got some time to yourself, you decide to open your laptop. And instead of thrusting yourself into the shoes of a galactic savior, you decide to become a bus driver, a delivery man, or perhaps even a DIY handyman. Sound strange? Well, this is what millions of people do regularly across the world. Indeed, simulation games have grown massively in popularity over the past decade, with gamers seemingly happy to simulate just about any day-to-day -day job in the world. It's not just virtual appreciation either. Studies have suggested that people who play simulation games have a deeper and more tolerant understanding of the profession they are simulating. Today, we're talking all things simulators with Chris, discussing our favorite simulation games and why we think that this niche market has become such a popular subgenre of gaming. Let's get into the big issue. We'll get Chris's perspective on this uh, now. So Chris, simulators, uh, I think it makes sense if we go to the very beginning. So let's talk about your earliest memories of simulators. Oh, the earliest simulator I ever played. We are going back some, I reckon. And yeah, I think this just about counts as a simulator. Um, we are going to have to go back to a game called Shuffle Puck Cafe, um, which is on the Amiga. Now, the only reason I say it's a simulation, it's a simulation in the same way that FIFA is a simulation. It's a sports game. Um, but... That difficulty curve on that game was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I think that you can do like a challenge and you, you have to take like five guys on straight away. One and two are easy. Number three, you sort of just about get through. Four and five are near impossible. Um, but in terms, of, in terms of a straight simulator, I think my, probably my first one that I played for any great length of time would be the original Microsoft, Microsoft Train Simulator. Um, which was released, oh, it's in this century, but not by much. Um, I think 2001. Um, and God bless my mum, because I was younger than I am now. And I didn't know anything about computers. She was the one that had to get it set up. So she was sat there on message boards and, 
and uh, forums just desperately trying to get this game to work, which she had no interest in playing. and was actually, if anything, me taking over the computer. Oh, um, really? um, also, um, FA Manager on the PS1. I think it was called FA Manager. Had a green background and the old mitre football. I think, um, I think yeah, yeah, because then that, that what did that go into championship manager then? Yes, I think it was the forerunner for championship manager. I remember we were we were managing, I think, Woking, me and my dad joint we were managing Woking and I got Steve Stone from Aston Villa to come and join us. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Um yeah, this is very true actually. Um I I I didn't even think about this. So yeah, the early Microsoft simulators. Um, yeah. In like the late '90s, early 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 noughties. I my memory of that is that my dad, uh, who was obsessed with planes, um, yeah. bought for our 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 computer, um, you know, the, the the family home computer because you only had one back then. Yes. Um, <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator. I can't remember which one it was, but it was one that was around like 1998. It, it worked on Windows 2000. That's what I. It was probably probably FS two or three, I think, but I'm not sure. Yeah, one of those. And I remember that he he so he bought the game, and he bought like you know like the old '90s joysticks that you used to get for uh, the computers, which had like 15 different buttons on, and they were all. Oh, good lord, yes. (laughs) So so he bought this, and I remember coming into uh, the room that the computer was in one day, and he was just on the on, on 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 the computer, just kind of you know doing this with the job and I was like oh dad what are you doing and he was like oh I'm, I'm flying from London to LA in real time oh good lord in, in real time like he was <laughs> he was there for eight hours <laughs> just just I mean <laughs> if you can do it fair enough I mean um, Jesus like but yeah that's uh, that's <laughs> probably my earliest memory of simulators is watching my dad play um play Microsoft flight sim um and I just, yeah, it, the, the mind boggles because this is very much it's a, it's a very niche kind of um, genre of video games, yeah. which is like the, the, the whole aspect, the whole, the whole point of a simulator is to simulate somebody's like day to day life or job. Yeah, yeah. Um, why do you think that's so appealing to people? I think um, it's the, it's the whole other life thing. Like if we look at probably the most successful simu- straight simulation series of them all, The Sims. Like, if you look at The Sims on, on its base level, you turn your computer on and you play as somebody who gets up in the morning, goes to work, comes home, does housework and goes to sleep. Um, and then you buy expansion so they can leave the house, you know. Um, so it's, it's kind of like, uh, and yet something, something in that, if you say that, if, like, if you went to EA with, this is my idea for a game, and you went, okay, what is it? I want a game where you can just do what you do the rest of the day, but in the two hours when you're on the computer. If you went into there now, someone would throw you out quite <laughs> quite forcibly. And yet there's something appealing about it because I think, A, the God complex thing, particularly with The Sims, um, like, you know, um, you're, you find out that your partner's making eyes at another Sim, you can bring that sim into the household, um, put them in the garden and put four walls without a door or a window around and watch them slowly go mad. Um, and for some people, that's a, that's a good thing. And, you know, <laughs> fair play. Um, I, don't, I, th- I think it is just that escape, isn't it? It's the same as... Um, 
Yeah, I th- thank you. Sorry, um, my fiance is in the room with me, and she and she just made a good point. So she made a good point. It's living for the Sims. It's living without consequence, which I think is is an interesting. I hadn't I even thought of that. That's a good point. That's actually yeah. It's a, yeah, that's that's it's, it's very true as well. Because yeah, I remember. I think it might be the Sims Three that I was playing, um, and uh, I, I just set up my character. I just set up like a really cheap home, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to do this properly. I'm going to yeah. you know, get a job and work yeah. my way to the top, and then put my expansions on my house. It's going to be awesome. Everybody um, says that. <laughs> yeah, right. And then Bella came round. Um, <laughs> right. God damn it, Bella. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, hey, Bella, how's it going? And then I proceeded over the next twenty hours to not do any work, not do any kind of like you know bettering myself, uh, being yeah. a fighter or anything. I just like my my thing was. I want to sleep with Bella and break her family up. Yeah, like, that was. I don't know why that was what I want, but then I was. But because like when I started to talk to her and we were flirting with each other, and it was like, oh yeah, this is going really well. And then her husband showed up, and I was like, oh well, that's 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 my that's you. my mission. <laughs> that's my mission for these next twenty hours is to get you out. But then what happened is that she like she ended up um, like being with me. But yeah. then she was also with her husband as well. So it was like, <laughs> am, I, am I the bit on the side now? Yes, this... yes, you are. <laughs> I, think, I, think also, I think also with The Sims, it's, the, it's the, um, the ideal life syndrome. It's like you can design the house that you want to live in, or you can design the house you currently live in, but as you would have it if you had the money to do everything with it. Um, and you can find your job and you can get fired from being a scientist for picking the red licorice, not the blue licorice. Um, <laughs> that's actually a thing if you haven't played The Sims. Um, yeah, I know that one. You know, and I just think, I think for games like that, that's where it is. I think for other simulators, if you look at things like um, Euro Trucks, uh, your train simulators, uh, and just before anyone in the comments, I am not counting Goat Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> that is not oh. even a good game, let alone a good simulator. God. Um, <laughs> hashtag YouTube fodder. But um <laughs> Yep. But yeah, and then and then you go into the more obscure titles, some of which I have played, some of which I haven't played, and things like ship simulators and these and the next three are all real things. Um construction simulator, <laughs> mining simulator, <laughs> um, and bus simulator, which is actually uh, uh, the forerunner to Euro Trucks, but made by the same company SCS but that's um, that's by the by I think it comes down to the same reason that people who don't have a career in football play FIFA or the same reason that I play cricket games or the same reason that you know anyone interested in anything that there's a game or plays the game of it if they can't do it in real life it's that it's, it's genuine escapism it gives you the chance to feel like you're actually doing something without necessarily having to have the training or the the qualifications to do it in reality um i think that's what that's for me what appeals to it plus you know my favorite one is train so and i have a pa- i have more than a passing interest in railway locomotives of all descriptions so uh, so yeah we're gonna we're gonna get onto your uh, your favorite um simulators <laughs> your top five uh, in yes. a minute but i, I just want to tell you um like so I, I i definitely agree with you that it is kind of like a bit of um you know escapism uh, yeah and 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 and, and wanting to do something you know normal and mundane that you know other people do that the but that you don't necessarily do uh, yeah. or that or or, or, the, or that you've got an interest in uh, but i wanted to talk to you because um 
the, the, there are some simulators that are just designed to, to, to kind of fuck with you a little bit. Um, <laughs> case in point, have you ever played a game called Desert Bus? Oh, no, I've heard of it, but I've never played it. So this, this was a game that was designed by Penn & Teller, actually. Um, okay, right. <laughs> and it's, it's, not, it's not so much a game. It's more of a kind of psychological uh, experiment, basically. Uh, yeah. You are a bus driver driving from, I think it's Tucson in Arizona to mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Um, okay. And you've got to drive a bus for eight hours. Right. And that's the game. That's it. You just you press the go key. I think it's the W key on computers, uh, and you sit there for eight hours, driving along a desert road. I remember reading about this. Yes, <laughs> that's nothing happens. There's no excitement. It's just driving along a road for eight hours. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing, if you to be fair, if you're driving a bus right, that's how it happens. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. should be no excitement. But I mean, people love it though. Like, I wonder why Penn and Teller. Yeah. So, it, 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 this is definitely something to to look into. But they, so they mm-hmm. do the kind of intro for 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 it, and they basically like the, the the whole spiel at the beginning is just basically, you know, let's just see if you could do an exercise in futility. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Like, no idea why, but there you go. Uh, but yeah, um, it's just really interesting that the, these kind of games, especially like stuff where it's like, like farming simulator, for example, it's just, it's literally okay. I plowed the field. Now I need to put the crops in, and now I need to wait. Yeah, yeah. just need oh, to keep it's waiting. So relaxing. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it so is. Relaxing. It's relaxing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, particularly for I don't want to go into too much detail because obviously I know what we're going to talk about next, and this will come up. But I think for particular simulators, things like farming simulator, I think like, I've got I've got a good friend who I've played farming simulator with multiplayer. First of all, that's hilarious. Recommend it. Um, but the idea of you know when someone cuts their lawn on one of those ride-on lawn mowers and they get like uh, like on a football pitch, you get the lines. Doing that with your with your crops. Make it, seeing if you can get it in a dead straight line while you're ploughing, that is a good and satisfying challenge on that game. <laughs> I can, yeah, I, I, I can totally understand that as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, right, okay, so let's top five simulators then, Chris. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, run through this. Okay, so we'll go from, we'll go, are we going five to one or one to five? Or, yeah, or, five. Yeah, let's five uh, to one. Let's do five to one, yeah. Okie dokie. So five to one. Um, number five, I think we might as well jump straight in with Farming Simulator. Um, I've played this, I've played this, I've played two iterations of this. I've played Farming Simulator 15 and Farming Simulator 19. Um, and in terms of running a farm, if you look at it from a purely, from purely from the simulator point of view, they're good games. Uh, you know, you feel like you're running a farm. All right, obviously there are things that, you know, it's, it's sped up. You don't have to wait four months in game time for your crops to grow because of the, that would be an exercise in futility. Um, but, you know, I mean, you wouldn't think this is the thing, but actually considering how much licensing it's got, the budget that must have been thrown at this game, is it must be ridiculous. I'd, I, I, I'd, I should have researched it before I came on, actually. Um, but I am genuinely amazed... Um, how much money has gone into that game and how it can still have such an awful physics engine <laughs> that's it's it's but that's one of the best things about it because you can yeah. play it you can play it in two ways you can play it as a genuine farming simulator where you can relax run your farm in fact there are days when i've had an awful day um be it mental health or 
struggling with work or just having just one of those days and like, you know what I don't know what game I want to play and you just click on something in farming simulations that's that kind of game for me I click on it and suddenly okay right so I've got some corn that needs harvesting I need to send that off and sell it on the new one you can drive a train so bonus for me um, you think you know okay so, so I've got a car I've got a tractor oh I need I need a lawnmower so I can get one of those and you sort of it set, you set your mind to it or you can play it as I'm gonna buy a car or, a, or my favorite one, a combine harvester, and I'm gonna bomb it around the roads as quickly as I can and see what I break. Um, and the, the answer to that is always the physics engine. And that's <laughs> yeah. just so much fun. Um, and the, the worlds are really detailed and you feel like, you genuinely feel like you're a farmer in a rural bit of the country, whatever country it is. And now they've introduced um, competitive farming, which I haven't had a go at yet, but I saw it at Gamescom last year in Germany. Um, which was a great presentation, I'm sure, but it was all in German, so I don't know what they said. Um, but but it was it just looks so much fun. The idea of I think it's basically a relay. You start with a tractor, and you've got to first of all you've got to um, pile your hay bales, whoever can pile the most hay bales in the shortest amount of time, sort of situation. Um, and then you've got to plough your field, who can do it the most accurately in the shortest amount of time, and that sort of stuff. And actually, I just think that adds a really fun element to what could become a very dull IP. Um, yeah. if, if done wrong, I think that, I think they've done really well there. Um, have you ever, have you ever played any of the farming sims? I have, yeah. I oh God, seventeen, I think. Yeah, it was. the one, I, yeah, the one in the middle. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, fair, fair, yeah. I, th uh, <laughs> I think I think it was seventeen. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I, everything that you're saying, I totally get. Like it, it, it is, it is just like. I'm like you, you. You either go one of two ways. You either go the whole, um, I'm going to do this properly and yeah. just have like I'm going to stick a podcast on. Um, ironically, if you are playing farming, if you are playing farming simulator uh, uh, right now, do stick on extra life and listen to us while definitely you're highly recommend it. Yeah, um, <laughs> bit of uh, <laughs> self promotion for the people who are still who are listening to this right now. <laughs> So say, kind of. if they're not if they're playing farming sim and not listening to this, that call to action was wasted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't think that one. Th Never mind. Um, okay, yeah. So it is it is either yeah, just play this for three hours and, and listen to something while while you're doing it, or I'm gonna break everything and see yeah. if I can just break the world. Um, and yeah, it, it's it, it's it's very fun. Um, yeah, I, I totally get it. Uh, n number four on your list. Number four, um, this one, again, it doesn't have simulator in the title, so I think some people might disagree with me in the comments, but I think it's a simulator, and it's something that me and you both know very, very well. I'm going to say Football Manager, the series. Yes. This is great, and, they've, and it's got better as it's gone on. Oh, it so um, has. Like, the detail in this game is just unbelievable. Yes. I mean, ultimately, when we say simulator, let's be fair, it's a spreadsheet simulator. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a random number generator and a spreadsheet simulator. But there's nothing... But it's, it's good. It's good at what it does. You feel like you might... Uh, uh, where do you normally start? Because I know you. I know you play Football Manager, so we don't, there's no point in telling you what it is. Because <laughs> if you don't know what Football Manager is, it's... Um, a football management game. <laughs> you yeah. take control of a club and pick the starting lineup but, at its base yeah. level. Un un unlike, unlike FIFA, though, it, it is very much kind of like if you don't understand football, you won't get anything about what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I have two kind of play styles that, that, that I do. Um, so I either uh, I go 
all in and I go my my favorite football club Liverpool uh, yeah. yeah I I I I take over them and I buy all the players that I want Liverpool to actually buy in the real world and then I win the Champions League 15 times in a row um, Sounds fair <laughs> So I, I I either do that or what I do is I create a club yeah um with a bunch of either just players or people that I've made in the in the editor yeah. um and I start at the very bottom so I, I start in National League North and then over the course of six like, or, or, or 12 kind of seasons, try and get them up to, um, to the Championship or, or, or even yeah. the Premier League. Yeah. Um, two very different play styles though, because one, one is more relaxed. I find, I find the Liverpool one more kind of, oh yeah, no, you, you just yeah. don't do that. You just, but then whereas the, the, the starting at the bottom and doing that, you've really got to kind of pay attention. Yeah. Everything. Now, Here's the thing, I'm going to throw a third playstyle in here, because this is what I do. I play the editor whore. Okay. So, what I do is, and I've done this with England, um, and you can do it with, um, there's thousands of, thousands of databases out there. I find a database that goes as low in the pyramid as is physically possible. Um, I think I've managed, I think I've got down to uh, Midlands, Midlands Alliance Division one my God. managing managing like Budley town or something um and the and you know but you see to them like like starting in national league north the the championship is is a realistic aim for a lot of those teams if you've got a bigger yeah. player place like things like bath city and you know solihull moors and stuff like that um but when you're managing Budley, like national league north south is the holy grail <laughs> yeah. you know you don't want to be you, you you know Budley's got a population it's right near my hometown Budley's got a population I'd say of around about 20,000 yeah. um, it's never going to hold a league team let's be fair here um, but then it's like okay right who is 36 or above has played for a local ex-league team and just wants to play some amateur football Julian Joachim come on down you know <laughs> um, my, I think my favorite thing about Football Manager is the weird kind of situations that you get yourself in there. So I, for example, I was um, playing with my custom team. Um, I was playing, yes. uh, my, my custom team being Warwick Town. Um, nice, yeah, yeah. We were playing in uh, League Two, I think it was. Um, nice. And we uh, had to enter the FA Cup at the first, uh, the first round. Yeah. Uh, and we got through the first round, then we got through the second round. No, it wasn't the FA Cup, it was the League Cup. Yeah. Um, and we, we entered and we got through to basically where the big boys came in. Yeah. And we got drawn with Manchester United. So we're like, oh, brilliant. Okay. There's a big, it's going to be at, at Old Trafford. So it means that our boys will get, you know, experience. And it's even the way that I'm speaking about it now. Our boys, the, these are lines of data in yeah. a computer, <laughs> but they're not. They, they mean something to me. They do. Like, they absolutely do. Do you, do. do you ever commentate on matches? Absolutely. All yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh God, yeah! Like, oh, it's Paul Koncheski. Paul Koncheski yeah. going down the left. <laughs> but, BBC Coventry and Warwickshire style commentary, and it's Ben and it's Ben Smith. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so we we were in the League Cup and we and we got drawn against Manchester United. Manchester yeah. United, obviously being a massive club, puts out their like third string yes. of, of players. Um, I, like none of the big stars on the bench. I think I think Pogba was maybe on the bench, and that was about it. As a token, um, yeah, like, um, and and we ended up winning. We won two one. Nice. Oh, what's going on? So then, so anyway, long story short, we get like a favourable run in in in, uh, in the cup. 
And we end up getting yeah. through to the final um, against That's Manchester League, City. League two. <laughs> yeah, League two. Uh, League two side. Uh, so it, this is now kind of like not within the realms of impossibility, but kind of yeah. very unlikely. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had such a favourable run. We 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 would. We, uh, after we played Manchester United, we played like all League One and, and, and Championship yeah. teams. So yeah. it was, you know, um, so yeah, like still, it's still kind of possible that this could happen. So, but we end up getting through to um, play against Manchester City, um, and Manchester City, um, the League Cup experts that they are, yes. um, <laughs> ended up uh, playing their entire first team. So <laughs> I was playing against Aguero and Sterling, and basically the best team on the planet, uh, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, and so we were like, well, it's been a nice run. It's nice to go to Wembley and everything. Um, what ended up happening is um, in the third minute, I think it was, we took a 1-0 lead. Uh, <laughs> and it, it was the scruffiest goal in the world. It was literally like it was a corner. And they didn't clear it. And somebody literally just got their, their toe on it and ended up smuggling it over the, over, over the yeah. line. Um, <laughs> it was the scruffiest goal I think I've ever scored in the game, but he took a 1-0 lead. And then we proceeded to, for 89 to 90 minutes, play 11 people in defence. <laughs> um, and, and so it got to like the 93rd minute and, and they got a penalty. And it was like, oh, here we go. This is the start of it now. But the penalty was missed. And we ended up winning the League Cup. Um, against Manchester City. And then it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is amazing. And then the, the sudden realization came over it. It was like, wait one minute. This now means that my League Two side, who yeah. have not used any cheats or anything like that, like all got League Two players in and like players that can I, I, I can afford as a club. My League Two side has now just qualified for the Europa League. <laughs> You're going to need some transfers. <laughs> yeah, like, like my League Two side from Warwick with a population of like fucking seven hundred or something. <laughs> <laughs> my League Two side is now going to going to be in the Europa League to play teams like Olympiacos next season. <laughs> what the fuck? It, so, yeah, I think my favourite. Uh, this isn't a, a football manager story, but it is a it is a football management simulator story. Do you ever play LMA Manager? Yes. I had LMA manager 2001. I was managing my hometown team, Kidderminster Harrys, and we got drawn. We were in the conference. We got drawn in the League Cup first round against Huddersfield of League Two, um, and we were losing one 0 And I was I was young, and I just thought, oh, sod this. I, don't, I didn't bother to think about it. So I, you know, um, the little line, the line bar things you had to set your tactics, like how attacking oh, yeah, and stuff you yeah. were. I just literally went left, right, left, right, left, <laughs> right, far left, far right for all of them. We won six <laughs> one. <laughs> I used to um, love that manager. Oh yeah, I, I was very, genuinely very sad when that got discontinued. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, football management, football manager is the current one, but I think football management sims in general, I think, come under this umbrella because they, they, they're all much of a muchness. They're not lot, not lots of them have changed. I like with the new football manager where you get the hierarchy um, and the ability yeah. to actually talk to the players and have your influential team team members, and so you feel like you're actually connected. So it feels it feels like rather than. Um, the FA manager you had from back in the day it feels a bit like a bit like a sort of video game version of dream uh, dream team yeah absolutely um, so you sort of feel like stuff's going on there uh, no absolutely. good game highly recommend yeah so uh, number three number three this is um, it's probably going to shock people who know me if they listen to this podcast I'm going to say train simulator comes in at number three no yes yeah um, it's a very very good simulator um, the reason it comes in at number three is simply because it is a terribly 
it's it's made by a terrible company in Dovetail, in Dovetail Games. Um, they are an awful company in terms of um, their customers, um, and it is the least stable game I've played in a very long time in the modern era. Um, it can just drop like like that, and it's and that's really frustrating when you're because it's a real time game and because it's a real distance game. Um, when you've been driving for an hour and you've got one stop left to make and then you've just got just got to drop these passengers off and then suddenly for whatever reason it goes yeah i'm not doing it anymore <laughs> no um, yeah. especially if it's on a difficult route where you've got to drive uphill um and, and you've got a steam locomotive and it's got a heavy load and it's raining all that sort of stuff um because this is the thing simulator wise it's really really good um you know to the point where i now because obviously i'm very interested in in railways and actually um we're getting married on a railway um so uh next year which is i'm definitely looking forward to we're very glad actually this will date this podcast very glad given the current crisis that we didn't plan it for this year yeah Um, definitely (laughs) but um but yeah um and when i go to places and i look at um the, the cab of a steam locomotive i now know what most of the levers do um, and could, in theory and in theory only, drive it. Um, uh, but but yeah, um, no. In terms, of, I mean, in terms of, it's one of the, it's got one of the best modern communities I've ever seen. This game, um, and some of the quality of stuff that people are bringing out is amazing. Um, I'm amazed. I'm genuinely amazed they haven't done a deal with the people that own things like Thomas the Tank Engine and Joggington and stuff like that, because they would make a killing. Oh God, yes, so <laughs> selling much. Those, selling those routes, but no, no deal. I don't know why. Probably because the purists would say, well, that's not real railroading. Wow. So, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess that, that, is, that is the problem with some simulators, I guess, is that you get kind of like the people who are like, oh yeah, this is fun, this is nice and relaxing, this is, you know, this is yeah. what I want from a simulator. Then the other people would say, well, that, that's wrong. You wouldn't, that wouldn't happen in real life. No, I mean, I mean, as someone who enjoys all facets of railroading um, and railways, railway modelling is exactly like you get railway modellers who think I'm going to build the layout that I want to build and run the engines that I want to run, and then you get rivet counters who are like, well, you couldn't get that locomotive because it wasn't in that area of the country, <laughs> yeah. and that's the wrong number, and it only and didn't have that kind of dome. Shut up, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm suddenly rem- like reminded of uh, the Brooklyn Nine Nine episode. Uh, where uh, I think it's Captain Holt and Terry who are both building uh, a railway. Uh, right. and, 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 and Terry's building like this, the fun dream railway where it goes through a, like a, a, a tunnel of marshmallows and it's all colorful and stuff. <laughs> and C- C- Captain Holt's like, well, that wouldn't happen. My, my, my railway is, is, is dark and, 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 and grim because it, it goes oh. through mining country. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. The struggle is real. Um... <laughs> But no, I mean, in terms of a simulator, from a gameplay point of view, ignoring the fact that it can drop uh, at the drop of a hat, it's very, very good. Um, the graphics are very nice. Uh, they've branched out into Train Sim World, which the only difference yeah. is that you can get off the train and walk around the, 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 the a small corridor of land next to the railway, which is, I guess, good. Yeah. Um, but you could also do that by pressing 8, when you're playing train sim and having free cam and you could go quite a lot further away from the locomotive so um <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. um but you know i get that that sort of innovation is going to happen and good on them and all that sort of stuff 
uh, yeah, I think, no, gameplay-wise, it's a good sim. It's let down by the people that develop it and, like I said, the stability issue. But as a sim, if you take away that as a simulator, it's top-notch, a good, solid simulator. And it's given me hours of fun building my own island of Sodor. Perfect. Amazing. <laughs> Love it. Uh, number two on your list. Number two is I'm going to say, and this it's a toss-up, and I'm still deciding really which one of these two is going to be one or two. I'm going to say that number two is Elite Dangerous. Oh, um, I thought that was going to be your number one. Th- there's a reason it misses out on number one, and the reason it misses out on number one is because... Let's go through the good things first. The good thing is, if you haven't played Elite Dangerous, first of all, play it. Um, yeah. uh, it's, it's a one-to-one scale model of the the real galaxy um with as much data as we as we got it kind of um, I, I remember starting up elite dangerous and just my mind my brain my literal brain exploding yeah. yeah it's like you hear you hear oh it's a space flight sim oh great so we're gonna be what, what, what 20 star systems or something we can visit with lots of planets and it's like no 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 everything in the night sky like, <laughs> yeah. oh Okay. Um, like, what? <laughs> it's got its own storyline, but you don't have to play the storyline. You can be literally whatever you want to be. Um, it properly simulates um, uh, the physical side of things. The physics and the science behind it is all based in some kind of truth, although obviously a lot of it is um, guesswork, uh, which will come to like, educated guesswork, but we'll, we'll, we'll come to that later. Um, the ship designs are brilliant. Every star system is amazing. You feel like you're on the Starship Enterprise or insert favourite sci-fi series ship here. Um, it's The graphics are amazing. The scope of the thing is brilliant. The whole world they build, the galaxy they build is brilliant. But the reason I put it at number two as opposed to number one is because, and this is going to be a controversial point to bring up, it is only guesswork. It's very easy to do a good simulation of something that does not exist. And that's the reason I don't think it is the best simulator out there. That's, yeah, I, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from that one. So it, it is very much kind of, uh, this is what we think. Yeah. We could be, like, in, in, in it, the thing is, science moves at such, such a breakneck speed. Oh, good Lord, yeah. That in, you know, in, in like 20 years or so, we could look at something like Elite Dangerous and say, ha, that was so wrong. Yeah. Like, so it's it's one of those, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but again, you know, in terms of what it simulates and what it gives you, everything, everything's right. It's there. It's just, it's a guess. It's a very good guess. And it's a wonderful game. Um, I haven't got to compare it with No Man's Sky yet. And it'll be interesting to see the comparison having come from one Elite Dangerous to No Man's Sky, which is, I think, a little bit like going from Star Trek to Star Wars without having seen Star Wars before. It's, yeah, I mean, I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on that, to be fair. No, I'm um, going to be very interested to play that. Yeah, I, it, brilliant. Yeah, no, Elite Dangerous, I, oh, I, I just oh. love everything that Frontier do. Frontier is such a yes. good company. What a great company they are. I mean, the amount of free updates you get with that game. Um, yeah. Have I, you I seen mean, the news about Odyssey? 
Uh, yes. So I it's been a, so it's been a long time since I've played Elite Dangerous. Um, it's going back like two or three years. Uh, right, so it's cross-platform. So we have to do this at, at some point for the rest. Oh of yeah, I'm 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 totally on board with this. Uh, but yeah, so I, I kind of took a, like a, a bit of time away from it because when I played it, it was not in early access, but it, it, it just started to build what it was basically doing. Um, yeah. And it was, it was adding features all the time, but I was kind of like, okay, I'm just going to take some time away from it. I'm yeah. interested to play it now with Odyssey coming out because I can go on planets now. Oh my God, I can, yeah. <laughs> I can, I can go on planets. <laughs> this is brilliant. Oh, some of the new stuff. You can now own um, your own space station well fleet carrier but it acts as a space station um but you have to be a regular player because five million five million credits a week upkeep (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) and that's and that's a base and that's a base station with no add-ons or with the the basic add-ons that cost you five billion credits to buy in the first place (laughs) wow okay um so you have to be really into it or at least you know you have to put it in a place where lots of people are going to land and use stuff yeah um so don't put it in the center of the galaxy well the center of the galaxy is probably fine don't put it in some backwater system that no one's been it's like well i'm gonna put it there well good <laughs> but you won't be able to do anything you'll lose it in a week yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah so and then this odyssey it's gonna look like you can walk around on planets which is gonna be interesting i'm gonna interest i'm gonna interest see if you can walk around inside your own ship that interests me more than walking around on the planets because the planets they're not planets with life forms so Unless we're going to see the Thargoids, who are the aliens, if you don't know. Yeah. Anyone yeah. listening? Unless we're going to see a physical version of the Thargoids. But I kind of hope that doesn't happen yet. Yeah. Because then we're getting into the realms of. Because then we're getting into Skyrim syndrome, which is it has mm. to be. It's, Skyrim tries to be the best stealth, the best combat, the best magic, the best merchant, the best everything. And the problem is you get a sort of very good. Eh, of a game. Yeah. It's like, it's rather like, so, than a great thing I, th- I think I'm more interested to see it, like, if they're going to go in their direction um, of No Man's Sky I won't, I won't say what that is because you've not played it um, but um, go, go in that direction of, of, of planet exploring or if they're going to go in, the, in, in, in a different direction uh, and do something completely new um, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what they do but oh god Frontier what, like, you know, Atari fire them from the Rollercoaster Tycoon series after making arguably the best yeah. Roller Coaster Tycoon <laughs> in three. So they say, okay, fuck it, we're going to make our own then. And then they make Planet Coaster, and it's just the best thing that's ever been released yeah. ever. Um, yeah. uh, they decide, oh, okay, Zoo Tycoon's come out, and that's 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 pretty terrible, so let's go and make our own. And then they go and make Planet Zoo. They go and say, oh, I love Jurassic Park. Uh, I, I wish we could make our own Jurassic Park. And then they go and make that game. Yeah. Oh, what a company. And also, I just want to point out, for anyone that's interested in space exploration that hasn't played Elite Dangerous, if you are the first person to find a planet within the game, it will forever say, this happened to me about 10 times, I think, on my explorations, it will forever say, first explored by, insert gamer tag here. That's brilliant. You might well find, uh, if you go deep exploration to the centre of the galaxy, you might well find a few planets that say, first explored by the humble gamer, which is kind of cool. I love that, yeah. Um, Yeah. That's brilliant, I love that. Uh, and so your number one game, your number one simulator. This is gonna. I can. I. I can't wait to read the comments on this. Is Euro Truck Simulator two? And well, basically, any any of the SCS truck simulators, American Truck Simulator and Euro Truck Simulator. The reason they beat out Elite Dangerous is because they do everything that Elite Dangerous does without it being to scale. Um, it is a slightly smaller scale, but otherwise, you you would be driving across Europe for thirty six hours, <laughs> and. 
Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> yeah. Not for one job that gets you £30,000 of money that you don't get to touch. Um, <laughs> but again, it's got licensing, which I think is really important if you're doing a simulator around this sort of thing. Um, the controls and the way that the trucks work is really, really good. Unlike Farming Simulator, the physics engine is really good. Unlike Train Sim, the uh, it's, it's a very, very stable game. I don't have any problems with it. Um, you can play it both in multiplayer if you get the, the right... Um, add on to it and you can play it in single player the scenery is brilliant the trucks are brilliant you feel like you're building your own company and actually get to the point where you can actually hire people you get to pick your own liveries you get to pick what kind of trucker you want to be you have to be good at parking if you want to fully experience it i'm not i always choose the park for me option i don't give a crap um <laughs> because i'm awful at parking um and you feel you do feel like you're a trucker and also it is so relaxing to just put the pedal down and drive. It's so relaxing. Um, but yeah, it's just an all-round... It's not just a good simulator. It's a good game. It's yeah. a well-made game. And I can't I can't give it higher praise than that. I think, yeah, it's that's exactly the point, isn't it? You know, if you enjoy playing it and, you know, you enjoy... It, it, it almost doesn't matter that it's a simulator. It's just a good game. You know? No, I th uh, yeah, it, it is a well-made game. I mean, it's not perfect. None of the games we've mentioned are. It's not perfect. Um... I think uh, I'm a little. I, I think you could open up more areas per DLC. Not so much in Europe because Europe you open up like four countries with the Going East DLC or something like that. But particularly in, in American Truck Simulator, when they're doing, um, they're just opening up state by state. I'm like, I get that, but you could, you know, you could do three, two, or at least two or three states in a DLC. I know I know people do DLC bundles and stuff, but that doesn't actually save you that much unless it's on a sale. Um, but yeah, I think I just, I just think it's a well-made, well-maintained game. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just going to um, quickly run through my five. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, number five is The Sims Three. Uh, now, the reason yes. why yeah. I chose The Sims 3 and not The Sims 4 is because The Sims 3 is everything that The Sims 4 is, apart from the fact you don't have to spend £2,000 on DLC. Yes. Uh, to get everything. <laughs> um, which is, I just, oh, it just makes me so angry. Um, yeah. It just, I, I, I understand adding, being able to go to university and being able to, um, you know, do all these kind of things. Um, as DLC, but do not charge £40 for them. No, especially not a digital download. Exactly. That's oh, it's horrible. Uh, so yeah, uh, The Sims Three, yeah. my number five. Uh, my number four is um, Football Manager 2020. Um, yeah, yeah. We share, uh, definitely share similarities there. Um, yeah. Again, everything that you said basically. Um, <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, yeah. I, I, I think about one quarter of this podcast is just us <laughs> gushing. gushing. <about> <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that uh, number three on my list is City Skylines oh um, yes yes what a game um, it's almost again uh, uh, again Paradox are quite good at this um, mm. at seeing uh, the market and, and seeing what, what the market needs uh, so Sim City comes out in 2007 2008 I think it was and it was yeah. terrible um, and so um, Paradox said, "Okay, well, we're going to we're going to make that, but better." Um, and they and they did, and it's brilliant. But my favourite thing about City Skylines is that you can create your city, you can call it whatever you want, you can you know make all the districts how you want them, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then you can go into first person 
and just have yep. a walk around your city and it's just wonderful yes. oh yeah it, oh i love it so much um yep. number two on my list is house flipper um mm. wow yeah um this is uh, this is probably one of my favorite games a game that i've sunk like 200 300 hours into uh basic premise of house flipper is that you are like a diy man uh, who buys houses uh, that are all like damaged and, and dilapidated and you do them up um, and then you sell them off for a profit um, and it, it comes with that kind of mode where you, where you buy the houses and, and you get to do whatever you want with them but then, but then also you've got jobs on the side as well which are very like specific handyman jobs basically so uh, jobs where, where people say can you clean this up for me or can you or all that kind of stuff um, and you build offices and it is it, it's brilliant um, and it, it is it's for for relaxing gameplay and being able to just kind of switch off and put something on the TV and just play it, uh, yeah. it is my number one. I can just sink hours into it and just, and it, it it it's literally just kind of like you know, oh, I've got to sweep the floor and then that's that's that sorted. Um, I, but now I need to you know paint the walls and but I don't want to paint them in a loud color because then that that will that won't look nice so i want to paint them in a nice neutral color to kind of bring out the warmth of the room um i get all this stuff that just does not matter <laughs> but it's just like i, I can't help it uh no i, I yeah i, I love so it's weapon. it's the fun bit of the sims yeah literally but just it, that's the game yeah yeah it, it, it's literally how ea should have done the sims um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Uh, and my number one simulator, favorite simulator of all time, is uh, the, the the seminal, the brilliant Planet Coaster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Roller Coaster Tycoon is one of my favorite series of all time. I yes. love the first one. I love the second one. Uh, I when the third one came out when I was like twelve or thirteen, um, and uh, I just played it all the time, um, and. I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, and uh, I, like everybody else, was really disappointed with Roller Coaster Tycoon World. Um, and so, yeah, when I found out Frontier were making Planet Coaster, I jumped onto it. And, and again, Planet Coaster is would be nothing. Um, it, it would be something, but it, it, it wouldn't be as good as it is without its modding community. Um, yeah. I, and it's just it's small little things. So, for example, I was making like a, like a Haunted Mansion style ride a couple of months yep. ago. Uh, and I did, I did all the, all the designing, I did all the decorating and stuff. Uh, and then I thought to myself, well, um, what if the ride breaks down? Um, people are going to need like an exit to go. So I had a quick look on the Steam Workshop and somebody had made a fire exit sign. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, downloaded that. And then I put fire <laughs> exits all around so people could, could you know, evacuate. Again, that doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't no. it doesn't add anything but it's it's just that kind of level of real kind of like 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 all, all, almost anal levels of yeah like, but which which makes simulators brilliant i think if you're gonna do it do it properly exactly yeah no uh, and yeah so so many things that i've downloaded where i'm just kind of like well a real film well a real theme park would have this so i'm gonna yeah you know. <laughs> yeah brilliant uh so nice. my last question before we go on to high score uh yes. today is um is there a simulator for, uh, is there a simulator that you want to see made? So, is there an area that that hasn't got a simulator yet? Oh, oh, that is oh, nice. Um, Good question, isn't it? <laughs> well, you see, the thing is, there's. Uh, um, for those of you that don't know, I work, this is a shameless plug on my end. Now, I, I have a YouTube channel, and one of the things I've started doing is these grand adventures, a la Top Gear, but trying to do 
ridiculous real world walks or journeys in via video games um and so if someone could make earth simulator like <laughs> a one-to-one scale model of earth that would be pretty cool um but no i mean because oh oh you are that is a nasty question <laughs> That is a nasty question. Let's see if there's a real niche that I can go for here. Actually, yes, I'll tell you what I would love to see. Do you ever have you ever heard of the TV series Reboot? Yes. Right. Have you ever watched it? Do you do you know? Do you uh, know? I, I, like a couple of episodes. Right. It's for those like many years. Though. Yeah. For the it, it's quite an old series to be fair. For the uninitiated, it was on CITV back in the day here in England, um, and it came just after Mike and Angelo. That's a. <laughs> There was another TV show that was awful, but very funny as a child. So 90s now. Yes. Um, but Reboot was set inside a computer. So basically they were sprites. Now, I would like to see Computer Sprite Simulator. If you can live, have your life inside the, inside the circuit boards of a computer, that I would like to see. And I want the games included, the game cubes coming down, the big purple games that you either escaped or you were stuck in the game. Actually, I just want Reboot. I just want a modern reboot game where it's open world and you create your own sprite and help Bob and Dot save the save the mainframe. Brilliant, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I really want. Can I give an honourable mention uh, to... A, uh, this is a PC only, so why I didn't include it in my top five because the other ones, at least some of them are available on other consoles. Um, to a game called Beam NG. It's a physics driving oh. simulator. <laughs> and it's really well done. And I think yeah, they deserve an honourable mention. I, I know Beam MG from when it was called Next Car Game. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. God. Oh, my God. The destruction in that is just... It's brilliant. <laughs> we'll have to do... I've seen other gamers do, like, a Top Gear-style challenges thing on that game. Like, they have to drive from one point to another on a map, but they stop at certain points and do chat. I think we'll have to get me, you, and a couple of other people together. We'll have to do that at some oh, point. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think my, my simulator would be something like... Um, it would either use like um, an IP, like a, like we, I was talking about this on the first episode of this podcast with um, with my good friend Josh when we were talking about Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, and we were saying just for the next Mass Effect, just go really like left field. <laughs> don't don't make it a shooter. Don't make it like gripping story and narrative and stuff like that. Make it a simulator. So like you're on the you're you're on like the space station, the Citadel or whatever, and you've just got a boring job. Um, like in a bar or like in in a shop and stuff, and and like throughout the course of the game, you've got to like walk across this and then go and get the public transport and <laughs> and go and just, that that's Mass Effect Four, okay? That's so, what we... so basically be be Mass Effect Red Dwarf, <laughs> literally, yeah. And then you know get to like your your place of work and be like, oh, the Reapers have attacked again. Now I've got to clean up all of this glass. <laughs> Mass Effect Janitor Edition. Could you not that, crash your ship into the space station? It t- <laughs> pays hell with the windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know, you've got to go to like, you know, oh, we're back on the Citadel again, so now I've got to go and buy some upgrades for the ship. Not because it, it does anything to save characters or anything, but because you've used all the fuel. <laughs> Gotta spend twenty minutes refueling the, the Normandy, <laughs> and then do the Elder Scrolls version where you're the merchant who just gets dumped on with all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then you spend like three hours like having to rearrange this stuff. In yeah. the store. No, no. Even worse, you're the wandering merchant who gets five iron armor cuirasses just dropped <laughs> on. 
What am I going to do? I don't even have a cart. <laughs> Wrong with you, Dragonborn. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I think I mean, that's if, brilliant. That's if, a great if, idea. If Bethesda and Bioware are listening to this, make that. <laughs> Please make that. No, um, if, if, if Bethesda are listening, let Bioware make both of them. <laughs> yeah, very true, actually. You can but, do the patches. Bethesda, just go to sleep for a bit. Just Yeah, <laughs> just sit and think about what you've done and don't streamline Elder Scrolls VI. Yeah, no, like, you've had... It. I want Oblivion and Morrowind levels of RPG. That's a whole different discussion, and I'll let <laughs> someone else take that up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, nice and neatly, we're going to go from our big issue. We're going to segue into us gushing about simulators uh, into uh, our weekly challenge for the week. That is right, oh, ladies God. and gentlemen. It is time for High Score! And this week, uh, we've got Chris Goldthorne talking all things simulators with us, seeing if he can beat our high score. Now, Chris, I need to tell yes. you, um, the first two episodes of High Score have not gone particularly well for okay. the people who have been on them. It's so much so, in fact, that the, the score that you're looking to beat today to top our leaderboard is okay. four. Four um, out of? Four out of ten. Ten, um, okay, okay. I'm loving the theme tune, by the way. So, oh, thank you, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, <laughs> Wonderful, yeah. So, um, so yeah, let's um, let's dive into it. I've got my questions okay. on my Here phone. we go. Getting them up. Here we go. Time to play high score. So, question one. We're going to start off nice and easy for question one. What language do Sims speak in the Sims franchise? The le- oh, now I know what the money's called. <laughs> Is the sim language called the same? I'm gonna, I'm gonna punt. I'm gonna say, is it Simoleon? Oh, close, but not correct. I'm afraid the oh. language that they speak is Simglish. Oh, Sim, of course it's Simglish. That's that's, that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> annoying. Uh, but no, there's plenty of questions ahead of us. We're gonna, yep. we're gonna, yep. we're gonna go nice and early into uh, question two. What is the name of the DIY simulator where you decorate houses? That's House Flipper, is it not? Correct! It is House Flipper. Um, yes! Inadvertently, uh, I decided to go about House Flipper. You brought it up in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably could have got there, but... Out of it, just, just so I, this is probably a more pertinent thing for me to ask. What's the low score? Uh, the low score is three. Three, okay, um, so, so... Okay, right, cool. We're doing well so far. Okay, right, One yeah. One question yeah. correct. Uh, so, okay. question three. What is the name of the NPC who greets you first in every single Sims game? Oh my god. Oh. That's frustrating. I feel like it's Rowena something, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, Rowena Carbon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if EA are listening to that, make this an actual NPC <laughs> somewhere because that's a brilliant name uh, but is in incorrect I'm afraid uh, her name is Bella Goth of course it is Bella Goth yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, question four um, Frontier were fired by Atari after developing the third game in this franchise so went and developed their own standalone game what is that standalone game called it's roller coaster oh no it's planet coaster it's, it's the standalone oh. game <laughs> Yeah, very good. Ah. Excellent. Hey, <laughs> okay, two-thirds of the way there. We're doing well. Doing well. We've got two right so far. Out of four. Um, I'm on for a five. You, you're doing well. I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, question five. Which of these is not a real simulator? 
grass simulator, rock simulator, or lake simulator? I think the answer is lake simulator is not a real simulator. And you would be absolutely correct. Um, yeah, Lake Simulator, not a real simulator. Grass and Rock Simulator, both on Steam, and they can both go and die a horrible, horrible welcome death. to the simming. Welcome to the simulator community, everybody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's correct. What you've been smashing this. Um, number six. What scale is the galaxy in Space Sim Elite Dangerous? It is one to one. It is indeed correct. Uh, amazing, yeah. One-to-one uh, -one, uh, scale of the Milky Way galaxy in Elite Dangerous. Uh, number uh, question seven, sorry. Um, in City Skylines, if I were to zone an area in light blue, what would I be building? At light blue, that would be um, low density commercial. Oh, unfortunately, in light blue, yeah. it is offices that you build. Ah! So uh, yes, it, of course it is. Probably my fault for making that such a dickish no, question. No, 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 that, <laughs> that's the level we're going for. I mean, I'm joint high scorer, so I can leave with my head held high anyway. Exactly, so. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, but no, yeah. Um, light, um, uh, dark blue is uh, the uh, low density. Yes, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, question eight: uh, What was the first ever simulation game? Hmm. Oh. Now that is a that you see that's that's a dickish question, <laughs> uh, because I thought to myself, is he going to ask me that? I should probably look it up. Nah, he'll never ask me that. It's Ben. <laughs> oh, um, I am going to. I'm going to assume it's got Sid Meier's in front of it. Um, I don't know, Sid Meier's. Actually, hold on. No, it can't be that. It can't be that. Um, Sid Meier's... No, Age of Empires 1. <laughs> I know it's not. I know it's not, but still. Brilliant. Uh, it, well, it, correct. It's not. Um, it uh, is a game called Fortune Builder by Calico Vision, which was released in 1984. Oh, okay. I'll have to have a look at that. It's widely regarded as the first ever simulation game. Mm. Um, I believe... I, I don't know what platform it was on. I was going to go 80, and take it. 84, probably Atari. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, possibly Jaguar. At a guess, Jaguar. At a guess well, I was going to guess 2600, but I could be wrong. Possibly, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, so question nine. What is the name of the politics simulator that allows you to run the country? Um, ooh. Now, I have played a politics simulator, but I don't think it's this one. Um, I'm going to say, and I don't, I don't think this is where it's going to go, but I'm going to say Tropico. Ooh, that's a great answer, though. But it's it, incorrect. It's <laughs> incorrect, but it's a great answer. Uh, it is Democracy Three. Of course, yeah. Um, I probably um, could. I probably could have struggled to that as a guess. I don't know why I didn't think of that. <laughs> uh, and in question ten, our final question. This is, uh, I believe. Uh, is this to, 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 to go top of the leaderboard? This is to go top of the leaderboard. Um, at the moment, I'm currently joint top. This is to go top on my own. This, this is to go outright yeah. top. So, question 10. In Football Manager, a, oh, young, 
<laughs> a young talent who has potential to grow into a world-class star is called what? A wonder kid. It is indeed. And with that, Chris Goldthorne goes top of our leaderboard. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yeah, a wonder Five kid. out of ten, baby. Yeah. Five out of ten. You are distinctly average in your simulator. I am the most average, which is probably how I describe the simulation gaming community and the simulation gaming world as a whole. It's distinctly average. Brilliant. Uh, Chris, uh, it's been an absolute, absolute pleasure to have you. Oh, it's been a load of fun, mate. Uh, I've, I've loved every single second of it. If people want to get in touch with you, uh, let's chuck out some socials for you now. Yes. So where, uh, where can people get in touch with you? Uh, prime place to get in touch with me would be on Instagram at humblegamerinsta, all one word. You can find me on YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash humblegamertube. Um, and I occasionally, uh, facebook.com forward slash humblegamer. And I occasionally stream on Twitch, humblegamer. Uh, twitch.tv forward slash humble gamer twitch that's where you can find me perfect uh those links now will be in the description as well of this episode so you can go and check out chris's work in the video gaming community chris thank uh, you very much for talking all no. things simulator with me uh, this thank week thank you ben and you i will see you very soon well, yes hopefully <laughs> <laughs> see you soon bud and so there you have it, Simulation Games. It's been wonderful to take a trip down memory lane of this niche and quirky genre. My thanks as ever to Chris Goldthorne, our guest this week, and thank you to the music creators who have allowed us to use their work free of charge. Links to their work are in the description. If you've enjoyed this episode of Extra Life, make sure to check out any past episodes and join me next week when I'll be joined by guest Rich Howell, who will be talking to me about the wonderful world of Star Wars video games. Until then, my name has been Ben Smith. Thank you for listening to Extra Life and I will see you sooner rather than later. Thank you and take care.